0: So the people shouted when the priests blew with the trumpets, and it came to pass, when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, that the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Joshua 6.20 Dear Lord, today's reading has encouraged me to view each challenge in my life as a Jericho moment. When the enemy piles bad news and scare tactics in front of me, like the wall of that great city, instead of despair, I will equip myself with praise and worship. Even when the strategy doesn't make sense, I will remain obedient to your plan because I know that you've never lost a battle. I will not rely on what worked in the past to conquer the wall in front of me but instead I will leave my life open to the marvelous possibilities and new methods you will use to get me through the wall set up by the enemy. With this truth, I will march forward into my future. I will prepare my voice to give the shout of victory in advance because I am an unconditional praiser. Thank you, God, that my life has the reputation of one who walks with you. Look out, devil. I'm coming, and you can't stop what God is doing in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for making prayer a priority in your life. To hear the Bible come to life, stay tuned for The Bible in a Year, brought to you by BibleInAYear.com
1: God gives His people Jericho. In our last story, we learned about Joshua leading God's people through the Jordan River. God parted the Jordan and split the waters so Israel could walk through towards the Promised Land. Now Israel finds themselves in the face of Jericho, a great city with vast walls. It is time to learn of God using unconventional tactics to take over a city. Inspired by the book of Joshua.
2: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: Hello, I'm Jack Graham with today's episode of The Bible in a Year. In yesterday's episode, God led His people across the Jordan River. As the Levite priests carried the Ark of the Covenant into the mighty river, when their feet touched the water, the river split in two, and the people walked across on dry ground into the promised land. They set up a monument to God's faithfulness on the other side and worship God for all that He had done. Today, we will hear once again how God shows His might and power, His miracle-working power, in a way that no one could really have expected. Joshua, the commander, the general of the Lord's army, will meet someone who will show him that only God can give him victory in Jericho. So let's listen now to today's reading.
1: Joshua sat quietly, gazing at the city below. Night was drawing closer, and he had climbed a nearby hill to get a better vantage point. He studied the walls surrounding the colossal city. He measured them, and imagined his army attempting to breach it. Impossible. They would pick them apart one by one if they attempted to storm the city walls. If they entered through the main gate, it would be a funnel straight into the enemy's sword. Could they climb it? No. Could they avoid it? Not if they wanted to keep the land. If the people of Israel were going to have the promised land, the walls of Jericho had to be taken down. Joshua made his way down the hill with the sun setting behind him. Night had draped itself over the horizon like a warm blanket, and the stars began to sprinkle the sky. Joshua looked up, ...and saw a man standing a few yards in front of him. The man was standing upright with his sword drawn in his hand. Joshua peered at the man, inching slower towards him with his hand ready to draw his sword. Are you for us? Joshua asked. Or are you for our enemies? The man looked at Joshua, seemingly uninterested in his specific question. No, the man answered. I am the commander of the Lord's armies, and I have come. As the words left the man's mouth, Joshua fell on his face. Joshua could barely speak with his face so close to the ground. What does the Lord say? Joshua said, words muffled by the dirt. Take off your sandals, Joshua, for the place where you stand is holy ground. So Joshua did. Stories of old rushed into Joshua's mind. He was reminded of how Moses' journey once began, standing among God on holy ground. Joshua knew that God stood before him as a victorious commander. Joshua listened intently to what the battle strategy was. He would have never predicted what would come next. After receiving instruction, Joshua gathered his men to strategize. The morning had come, and the walls of Jericho blocked the early sun from shining across the valley. The walls were elevated and locked from the outside and the inside. Ever since the Israelites crossed the Jordan River, Jericho shut its gates so none could come or go. Joshua led his people towards the city. As one mass, the armies of Israel marched forth with the Ark of the Covenant before them. Leading the way were seven priests with seven ram's horns, As God had instructed, the army marched around the city walls silently. No man said a word. With intensity and purpose, they looked forward towards the Ark of the Covenant. The priests blew their horns continually, and the beautiful trumpeting sounds echoed throughout the valley. The people of Jericho watched, confused and relieved that there was no attack. For six days, the armies of Israel marched once around the city, They said nothing. There were no battle cries, no swords banging against their shields, or violent shouts of war. Neither swords nor spears were drawn, but God was on the move. The men arose early in the morning on the seventh day. The cool dawn air filled the soldiers' lungs. The rest of Israel watched as they prepared to leave again. They strapped their armor to their chests, held their spears firmly, and marched forth to Jericho. This time, the armies of Israel marched around the city seven times. By the fourth time, the eastern sun was risen firmly in the middle of the sky. It beat down mercilessly. Beads of sweat dripped from the furrowed brows of Israelite soldiers. A cloud of dust followed them as they marched as one. The priests continued their trumpeting, signaling war. As the men finished marching across the city a seventh time, Joshua stopped, and the army stopped with him, remaining silent. He turned to his troops. With a passionate voice, Joshua cried out, Shout! Shout, for the Lord has given you this city! Today the city of Jericho will fall as an offering to God! Shout! So the people shouted, A thunderous roar boomed from the army of Israel. Cries of war and trumpets echoed and shook the earth. One by one, the stones of the wall began to shift in their place. The walls of Jericho began to split. Cracks and clanging pierced the ears of everyone in the city as the walls began to crumble. The battle cries of Israel continued like the roar of a lion. The great walls of Jericho bowed before the might of God. The earth trembled as the wall fell to the ground. Screams of terror could be heard from the city. The broken walls stood before them, and Joshua, standing on one of the large stones, shouted to his men with sword raised high Take this city! Yet Rahab the prostitute shall live and do nothing that will make your hearts stumble. The men stormed the city like a tsunami. Swords and shields clashed as the Jericho soldiers ran towards them. The sounds of war could be heard from miles away, and panicked screams littered the city. Flesh was torn from bone, and men tumbled on the floor wrestling. The ugliness of war and the blood of Jericho's soldiers painted the streets. Hours had passed, and screams were replaced with silence. Joshua drew a deep breath. They had won their first city. Jericho lay there crumbled and broken before them. Joshua looked to heaven and sighed deeply. He smiled, then continued forward to gather his people again. God had given them the land. The promises of God had never seemed closer. Yet, there were more battles to be won, more blood to be shed, and more heartache to experience. The reputation of Joshua would glide across the land like a hurricane, and the reputation of God crumbling the walls of Jericho would shatter the hearts of all those who would come against Israel. As today's
3: story begins, Joshua is surveying the challenge that is ahead of him and the people of God. He is certain that God would give them all the victory, but he did not know quite how. Fear has seized the city and nobody's coming or going in Jericho. They locked it down tight. Then Joshua meets a very powerful man, a warrior like himself. And Joshua wants to know, are you friend or are you foe? Are you with us or are you against us? That's when he discovers that this warrior is no ordinary soldier. He is the commander of the Lord's army. And he's there to help. Joshua immediately bows in humble adoration because he realized this is indeed God himself. Just as God instructed Moses when he appeared to him at the burning bush, this commander tells Joshua to remove his sandals because he is on holy ground. Joshua listens closely to God's instructions, and he will follow them perfectly and obediently. The ark is to go before the army as they march around the city walls of Jericho. They were to march in silence. Can you imagine what the citizens of Jericho must have been thinking? It was perplexing, irritating, and terrifying. These were God's people. And for six days, this continued, this silent march around the city. No one screaming, no one beating their chest or pounding shields, nothing of horns bellowing through the town, across the landscape. No, just silence, eerie silence. And on the seventh day, Joshua had the army circle the city seven times, and they marched waiting for instructions. After seven laps, Joshua told the people to shout in one voice, shout to the God who had given them the city. And what happened was truly amazing. We read about it in Joshua 6.20. So the people shouted, and the trumpets were blown. As soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted a great shout, And the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they captured the city. The trumpets blew, the people shouted, and the walls fell down. God has shown them his might with waters, with fire, with the earth opening up to swallow evil men, and in so many ways through the desert. But now God, in control of all things, gives them the city. The God who is in control of the universe, the God who is in control of the world, doesn't need anything for walls to fall down. He just needs us to trust Him and obey Him. God can work through the invisible through sound waves to bring down entire city walls. The impenetrable fortress of Jericho fell and was given over to Israel because of the sound of the voices of God's people. When we lift our voices in faith before God and do what He says, He will tear down walls and give us victories for His kingdom. Not necessarily physical walls, but spiritual strongholds. And when we lift our voices as God's people, there is no limit to what God can do. Today's reading ends with bloodshed and human death and suffering. It was a necessary cleansing of wickedness from the place where God's people were entering to keep them from becoming corrupted and turn away from God. There would be many more battles for God's people to fight, and God's name would be made known throughout these victories that he would give them as long as they remain committed unto him. Dear God, thank you for this incredible story of the walls of Jericho and the faith of God's people and the power of your presence. We are reminded that you're the God of the invisible as well as the visible, and that you give us victory against every foe as we fight spiritual battles. Help us to courageously, boldly lift our voices and praise your name until the whole world hears. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make Bible reading and prayer the priority of your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love because by sharing this podcast, you can make a difference, a big difference, an eternal difference in someone else's life. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's power for your life, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. God bless you.
0: This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality.
2: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry.